Baker and Brown's NBA Basketball Podcast is back with a highly anticipated guest here, and probably Kyle, our most most engaged listener since we started. I think I think so. I was telling Paul before we uh, we jumped on. It's Paul, and I have a friend named Matt who I got to give a shout out to. He's listened to every single episode. Uh, but I think you two are the only two guys that have listened mm-hmm. to every episode. So welcome to the show, Paul. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes, we're happy to have you. And Paul, Paul, engage. And what I like about Paul too, he's he critiqued as well. So he critiques on Twitter, on Twitter, yeah, in yeah. person, in your face. Uh, he'll do it all. <laughs> so Paul Curtis, everyone, uh, thanks for being on, man. Oh yeah, dude. I've honestly been excited for this, man. Because at your wedding, when me and Kyle had the conversation out on the dance floor. And I knew we'd have to make this happen significantly or or much before the NBA season started so we could do something like this. That right. was definitely my favorite part of the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> Chatting about basketball. He literally didn't care about your wedding at all, mate. It's okay. Just, I, just ball. I appreciated that happen at my wedding. Um, so, yeah, we have the, the two questions that we ask all our guests on the show. Number one, uh, who's your team if you have one? And number two, what is a, who is a player that influenced you to that, I don't know, just sparked your passion for yeah. basketball or inspired you to follow it more or whatever, something along those lines. Yeah, so I have two two eras of me following ball. So um, I, I would say actually, before I can answer question number two, I don't really have a team. Like I would actually say I'm kind of neutral. Right. For a while, I thought I was a Raptors fan, and then I watched the finals this year and realized I'm not cheering for Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> so then that was a big cue to me that I'm not a Raptors fan. Uh, but so in 2005 and 2006 was the, when I first got into basketball. And then that was Dwayne Wade's third year and fourth year. And then it was the year he won the title with Shaq. And so, right. and I remember watching, I loved Wade back in the day. And then I kind of, I followed that. And then up until a really weird time, when LeBron went to Miami, I kind of stopped watching basketball for like probably 2009, even though 2009 you're still in Cleveland, but 2009 through 2000. 12, I was kind of on and off, and I probably would say I didn't really know what's going on. But then Steph Curry back in 2012 probably got me back on ball again. And right around the big moment for me when I realized that I really would care about basketball was when Damian Lillard hit that shot against Houston, the first shot he hit. Do you yeah. remember that? Or the, not the first one. Yeah, the first when they, yeah, they yeah, step yeah. back to win the series. Yeah, and that was kind of like a big moment for me and be like, okay, I really do care about the NBA. Oh, inbound, like, inbound, inbound catch. It's an inbound catch with the screen. Inbound catch on the screen. You, you, oh, you know the one. Yeah, yeah. Against you, against apologies. James Harden. I, yeah. I have a vivid image of Dwayne Howard yeah. being really. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. That was a game seven. Uh, yeah, that was game, game yeah. in Portland. It was a game six in Portland, but it won game the six, series. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, to win the series. I know the one. All of our facts are distorted here. Good start. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so Dwayne Wade first in 20, 2006, and then kind of spiraled off a little bit back in 2012. Steph Curry kind of got me back into yeah. ball again. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know you had a D-Wade soft yeah, I have a D-Wade jersey still. Really? I know. I went to a game in Miami in like 2007 after they'd won and Wade was hurt that year. Something was going on and then he, uh, I watched Shaq play but no, I loved Miami for a while too. Okay. But and I didn't like Miami when LeBron went there but. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're excited to get going here. So today we're going to be talking playoff predictions and we're going to rank them. So we each mm-hmm. have our 16 playoff teams, we're going to rank them, and let's get right into it. Kyle, do you want to start us off? I'm batting leadoff. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, what conference? Let's start with the West. Okay. People want to hear about the West. People want to hear yeah, about the West. So, yeah, yeah. I love the East, and we'll get to the East, but I know people want to. Yeah, exactly. I'm not so, going to talk to anybody. I'm just going to say my eight, and then peace out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, I'll, uh, I'll probably just kind of run through them, mm-hmm. just for sake of time, and then we can kind of debate certain teams. In order, uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll run through them in order, but like yeah, I won't yeah. give too much um, yeah. like, context, and then we can kind of just it's, chat about sounds it. Sounds good. I like that. Sure. For for me, number one, I have the Clips. I have the Clippers at number one. Um, I have the Nugs at number two. Lakers number three. Rockets four. Jazz five. Warriors six. Blazers seven. And Spurs eight. Those are my eight in the mm-hmm. West. I'm just. Registering. Okay. Yeah, no, I should have wrote that down. Sorry, can you go? I gotta go again. No, just go from three down. From three down. So I had I had Clippers and Nuggets as one two. Okay. And then I went Lakers. Uh, went Lakers Rockets. Yeah, you got this. Yeah. Jazz. <laughs> and then I went uh, Blazers Spurs. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Okay, and. Tell us, tell us, tell us a thought. So Clippers first. Sure. So I put the Clips first. People, yeah. 
here's my thing. I think at this point we we've, we've kind of overdone it with the whole like Kawhi is going to be really restricted and you know obviously when right. same with PG. I think we're starting to overdo it. I really do think that team's going to be really good. I like. I can really buy into this kind of stuff. I love that they're like already bonding as a group hmm. and uh, that they're hanging out as a team and that they're going to be ready. And I think like, I think this, this brand that got built that they're going to rest guys. It's all about the finals. And of course it is all about the finals, but I think they're going to, they're going to come out and really want to seize first in the first in the West. And hmm. another real reason I think that is because I think they know they want their fans. Right. However, however many people are Clippers fans. Yeah. <laughs> they want, they want their court in staples for four games if they need it. Right. If they go seven in the West Final or in the second round against the Lakers. Right. Uh, I had the Lakers third. Um, but yeah, I think I think home home court's going to be important. I think it's going to be sneaky important to them, especially mm. if they do get that West Final uh, that's just based right out of L.A. And who was your eighth? Sorry? Sure. So I had the Spurs at number eight. Um, and it's tough because like, yeah. the Spurs are a, a scary team. When they're down, we saw that this like when they're down in the conference standings. I mean, yeah. uh, in the playoffs, we saw that this year, and I, I just really don't think they have the talent to compete. If they were, if my prediction held true and they got paired up against uh, the Clips, I just don't think they have quite the players. But I think they could at least take a right. game off them. Uh, now has so I was just thinking, has LA and LA ever played each other in the playoffs? Um, not that I can think of, like. You think the Clippers like historically bad team for a long, long yeah, time, right, right. and then since they've like been good, obviously a couple of down years, yeah, but yeah. like you right. look back to the Lob City era, the Lakers were terrible. So I don't think they have played each other in the playoffs. Certainly nothing that meant anything. Right, but like at Clippers home games against the Lakers, is it majority Clippers fans still, or is it kind of split? Yes, <laughs> it is. No, Nate, Nate has been so. La- and you were at LA versus LA. Yes, last game of the season. Not this past, but 2018. So I saw, I think I've talked about this before. Um, I saw Josh Hart career high. <laughs> I, know uh, I know the game you're talking about. Gary Payton the third career high. Gary Payton the third. I uh, saw Sa- Sam Decker and Thomas Bryant get in a scuff. Really great game. Right. Both teams not in the playoffs, but they were all Lakers fans. Even at, and it was a Clippers home game. Yes. Yeah. Like right. there is some Clippers fans, but the thing is, a lot of the guys just wear like the Lakers swag and stuff, but yeah, there's yeah. not like no one's coming to Clipper games in Clipper jerseys. That's very true. Now really? I think in the playoffs you could see a there's little some. bit of a different crowd in the postseason. Honestly, most people that Dude, buy Clippers tickets buy them just yeah, because like yeah, that, that they can't that. get Lakers tickets and they want to go watch the NBA. It's a tour. They it's don't a tour buy them thing. as Clippers. Yeah, it's well if you go to LA, go yeah. to a Clippers game because it's so much cheaper. Yeah, for and, sure. And is that why the Clippers want to get their own arena too? Because Part they, of it, they yeah. want to build their own brand more so than just being the second season tickets that people are going to buy. And I think I think Steve Ballmer's a businessman yeah, who wants to own his it. own arena. He knows that like. He worked with Paul Allen, the late Paul Allen, who yeah. owned the Seattle Seahawks and owned the Portland Trailblazers. And Allen was very big on owning your own arenas because right. then you can do whatever you want. So I think that's a part of it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Bombers really business minded. Okay, not to get off too much on a tangent, but okay, interesting. I, I think Lakers at three two. That's that would seem high to most. What's your What's your thought? I, well, I think AD is going to try and win the MVP. <laughs> I really do. Like, I think I think AD is going to go for it. We'll see how much LeBron plays, but like, I think AD is going to want to play a lot. I don't, I don't feel AD is the kind of guy who's going to want to sit. You know, right? He's waited so long to get this opportunity to be on a winning team. Um, that roster to me, it reminds me a lot of the Cleveland, some of the Cleveland rosters that he started the yeah. season with. Yeah, I think that roster is going to get turned over throughout the season. They're obviously going to be heavy on the buyout market. They're going to see what works right. and what doesn't work, and the guys that don't work are kind of going to be shipped out, and they're going to bring in new guys. Um, so I think that roster will be very different. But, like, you look at the LeBron-Cleveland teams that were similar to that, obviously East was a little weaker, but they right. were always able to still fight it and keep it up keep right. it up at the top of the conference. So are I see them start, still being competitive. Are they going to start Rondo? Because I was thinking, why wouldn't they start Quinn Cook over Rondo? I, from what I've heard, they're going to start Rondo. Yeah. I, they're going to go Rondo, Green, uh, LeBron, Anthony yeah, Davis, and McGee at the five. Oh, that's not that. I don't. <laughs> that's, no, it's that's not good on paper. That's, that's not that sure. great, man. No. Yeah. Rondo, Although I do love Danny Green, but. Yeah. He'll, he should get quite a few shots up. Um, to me, to me, if, if they were, if they called me and were like, hey, can you, uh, can you put together our lineup? 
for me, it's it'd be Cook, KCP. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I've never watched Caldwell Pope that much. LeBron, Kuz, or no, I go Kuzma, LeBron, and then I'd go AD. But AD hates playing center. Yeah. So he won't. They won't put him at center. But he's but be so best much line. better at center. Right. And yeah, anything right. to get you. Okay. While we're on the topic, I'm I'm thinking I would go Rondo, Avery Bradley, LeBron, Davis, and then I would split McGee and Dwight Howard's minutes. Part of, me, I, part of me would rather start Dwight than Javale yes, McGee. Honestly, I, mean, I, I, th- I would not be shocked if you told me opening night Dwight starts, Dwight starts yeah. in the center. I wouldn't be shocked if Dwight had a low tr- low double-double yeah. average. Well, year. the thing with him is like you might as well find out if it... Because like I'm sure you guys have heard like his contract is day by day. He just no gets, way. He gets paid every day. There's no guarantee. He gets paid every day. Well, they didn't, really? have, they didn't have money. No. So he they, gets paid like... It's like however many X amount of like thousands of dollars a day he stays on the roster. So like you might as well figure out if it's gonna work pretty quickly. Yeah. So you have like to keep there's up. no commitment. Yeah, their yeah. books are kind of cooked. Yeah. Like it's. Well, when it's you get yeah, two thirty million dollar players, that'll happen. Right? Yeah, for sure. Because I would do I would do Quinn Cook, uh, and then Bradley or Kuzma. But I don't know if I like Kuzma playing that position. But then LeBron, AD, and Dwight Howard. Big big show me something year for Kuzma. Yeah. I've yeah. been a. Uh, yeah. I've always been a, I don't think Kuzma's as good as some people do kind of yeah. guy, and this is really the year that that he's got to prove it. But just one last thing, because I know we're, we're starting to go tangents here. No worries. Um, this roster's kind of gross. Like, yeah. it's frustrating to think that LeBron has, has not played on a real complete roster since Miami. Right. He left right. Miami still in the prime of his career. And he's played on these misfit, weird rosters yeah. now for the last seven years. The eight. championship year, he, it was a decent roster. With Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah, but like, I guess it wasn't really the roster they started the season with. But I would agree that that roster did have a lot of guys that, that stepped up and played well. Right. But I don't know. Like, you look at, I guess, I guess at, you're right, Nate. After the championship year, there was right. some like pretty like gross rosters. And then... The LA. This is only the second year, right. but it's just gross to watch. And that championship round, they had like Jeff Green. Was that the year they had Jeff Green? Like there's a few good. That wasn't. Jeff, they didn't have Jeff Green. Jeff on was not on no? that. Jeff was, was not on that team. Oh, the year after. Year after. Okay. So Jeff, Deli was on. Jeff that came. Deli was on. That so yeah, that's thing. Deli, Kyrie, um, Love, TT, yeah, yeah and then T-T. Jr. Um, Channing Fry was. Would be on Channing Fry is who I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Green. I think James Jones was still. Yeah. That was pretty. That wasn't maybe that good of a team. So that wasn't as good of a team as I remember. I no, but I, I think like it was an actual roster. Like they had a true center, right. stretch four. You know, <laughs> they weren't rolling with. They yeah. weren't rolling with Dwight and Javale McGee. Yeah, that's for sure. Or like D Rose and. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm actually so intrigued, intrigued by that roster now. Yeah. All right, Paul. Why don't you give us? Uh, okay, I, I can give you my top eight. And then do you top. want me to explain it? Or do you want me to just list it? And L- then you're gonna list it. Yeah, the same way, Cal. Cal started off. Okay, let's do that. I love a different. I think okay. I felt very conflicted over the eighth spot. So I felt this mm. top seven were really conclusive. No one's going to disagree. I'm just going to list my top seven and then tell you why I'm conflicted yeah. on the eighth For spot. the record, before you say, mm-hmm. mine is really different than Kyle's. Okay. And mine's, mine's somewhat different, but your top seven have got to be the same as Kyle's. Anyway, I'll, I'll say my top seven. I can't remember them all okay. right now, but... Okay, so I'm just going to list my order. So my order is uh, Houston at one, Denver at two, the Clip at three, Golden State at four, the Lakers at five, Utah at six, Portland at seven, and I have Sacramento at eight. But that would mean that San Antonio is not making the playoffs. Wow. So that's where, why. Where do you have the Nuggets? Uh, the Nuggets, I have two. Two. Right. Okay. So Nuggets, I have two. I missed that as well, yeah. So, yeah, sorry. I said Denver at two. Yeah. So one more time, one more time. Houston. Yep. Denver. The LA Clippers. Uh, Golden State at four. The LA Lakers at five. Utah at six. Portland at seven, and reluctantly Sacramento at eight. Okay, so reluctantly you and I. It was really hard for me not to pick San Antonio at eight, but I just had. I knew I figured you would pick that exact eight. Not in the order that you picked, Kyle, but But I figured you'd put San Antonio at eight. So I wanted to pick Sacramento to be different. But tell us a little bit about. Okay, so so I figure Houston. It's hard for me to think that Houston's not. Houston's the team I can. I would say at their very low at their floor, I still think they're going to win a lot of games. Even with the Russell Paul yeah. exchange, I still think they're going to win a lot of games. With the clip, there's a few question marks. Denver, you could probably say the same thing, and that's why I put Denver at two, because I do think at their floor they're going to win a lot of games. So I trust Houston maybe a bit more than I trust Denver. Um, 
And then the clip, the whole load management thing, and Paul George being until November. That's what I saw the other day. He's out till November. So I mean, their team still made the playoffs without Paul George and Chris Paul. I sorry, without Paul George and Kawhi last year. Um, <laughs> Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul. <laughs> what, what a life. Uh, I actually, yeah, I, honestly, I'm down for Chris Paul. Okay, see, I don't know if it's gonna happen, but uh, and then I have Golden State at four, probably because I'm just higher on Golden State than most people. Uh, and I think the reason why I have Golden State at four is I still think with Draymond and Steph. It's hard for me to think that those guys aren't going to produce wins. That's why I don't, I don't think they're going to win the West. But I think the way that those guys play, and the way Steph, and these aren't my words, but the way Steph's gravity affects defenses, and the way Draymond is still a distributor and still one of the best defenders in the league, I think, and then plus having guys like D'Angelo and Kayvon Looney, who's, I think, I'm high on Kayvon Looney too. He just got hurt. He just got hurt in preseason. Yeah. Yes. How bad? Not too bad, but he's See, pretty why, fragile. This is why i got to get back on Twitter, man. Because he is fragile. <laughs> Like that whole thing at the end of like what was going on in the play like was it his shoulder his like, chest yeah, or collarbone thing I yeah thought it was but wrong, it wasn't yeah. broken that was it weird. was like it was half anyway it was really weird I hate seeing the chest injuries they're, I, they're super weird because it looks like they're almost like convulsing or his chest didn't like, look great no no but, like, no, no, but you never know it's yeah. like oh my god is he gonna have a heart attack you know anyways I think that this might be a little extreme continue but sorry anyway and I do think Golden State lacks depth which is why I think there's another problem so anyway there's a Talking gave me a look like you were seriously talking about this. No, no, anyway, so so all that to be said, I am higher on Golden State, I think just by the nature of who Draymond Green and Steph Curry are, and then on top of D'Angelo Russell. I don't think, yeah, I, I heard our buddy Tyler Jones, who listens to this podcast, his take on D'Angelo Russell. I don't think D'Angelo Russell's going to get worse. It's hard for me to believe he's going to get worse. I don't, everyone seems to work in Golden State. Even DeMarcus Cousins, when he was healthy, seemed to work in Golden State. To a degree. I mean, you and, guys could disagree, but. And you, no, I thought it was, he's, yeah. yeah. He was fighting in RIP, but yeah. 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 And you've been, you know, a Warriors advocate. I wouldn't say you've been a fan, but yeah, you, yeah. you love Curry, you love Clay. Totally. You love the three ball. You love the way they play. And I would think coaching has to do a lot with yeah, if they're yeah. going to be successful next year. Yeah. I think, you know, you look at how many, you know, back to back finals they've been in. Right. They, they have the coaching, they have, you know, a winning culture. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and at the beginning of the the uh, summer, when the when D'Angelo went to Golden State, everyone's like, "Oh, he's gonna get flipped." Yeah, but it doesn't look like that now. No, yeah, I think yeah. he's. I in. I heard he's staying. Yeah, and well, I think that's just where Steve Kerr comes in, and I think, and again, everyone's like, "Oh, he's a trade piece." You get you don't want to get a giveaway Kevin Durant, not get an asset. I understand that, but it's just that it's hard for me to believe guys go to Golden State with Steve Kerr and they just seem to work. And I don't. It doesn't. And for whatever reason, maybe Steph. I don't think he won't ever take away Steph from being Steph, but Steph could adapt his game at least to a degree to maybe fit D'Angelo Russell. And then I was someone was talking the other day. It wasn't these are not my words that he D'Angelo Russell apparently when he was in college did play off ball. Yeah, he, he played was mostly too. Yeah, exactly. So that's, so there's a there's a situation where that's worked before. Now his most successful seasons or season in the NBA was not playing off ball. So I don't know. So that's about, anyway. That's why I've gone State at four. It's just hard for me to think. And that's why when they get Clay Thompson back, if they get him back by the end of the regular season, and Clay Thompson can be eighty five percent of Clay Thompson, I think once he's at full form, guys come back from ACLs and they're fine. Oh yeah. But I, I think it's not an Achilles; it's just an ACL, just an ACL. Uh, their their team in the playoffs still could do damage in the West. It'll be interesting. But mm-hmm. I've gone at four. I have Lakers at five, just because I just I just wrote Lakers point guard question mark, and I'm, and where everyone's thinking. If anyone knows basketball, this is the podcast. They're all probably thinking that. And that's why the Rajon want like if Quinn Cook or Rajon or thirty eight year old Rajon Rondo. I know he's not thirty eight, however right. he is. Are your two options for point guard? I think you have some problems, but I don't. I don't hate Quinn Cook. Uh, Utah. I actually like Utah. Uh, I've never watched Bogdanovich play, um, <laughs> but I do look at his numbers and I like Bogdanovich. Well, I, I'm sure I've watched him play, but I've never focused on him playing ball. Um, and then I, I obviously like everyone's high on Donovan Mitchell, and I do like Jeff Green as well, and then obviously Mike Conley too, but. I, so Utah was actually hard for me to put at six. I actually might swap Utah over the Lakers, but I have them at six. And then Portland, uh, it's hard for me not to put them in the top seven, so I just include them at seven. And then I chose Sacramento because I was looking at their roster, and they have some weird guys that I don't, I didn't know a whole lot about until I searched their stats. Um, the center, and it's funny, I should know this on the pod, the center they added from Atlanta, what's his name? Uh, you guys would know his name. Uh, Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne, I like Dwayne Dedman. Oh, yeah. But thing, and I, I don't even know his name. It's like how much do I really like him. <laughs> but guys like that, I don't even think about, right? And then I just see all these guys that they added. And they have Dwayne Dedman. And then I think uh, they have still Marvin Bagley, who's still really young, too. And obviously, Buddy I love Buddy Hill. Yeah. I might get a the other Bogdanovich. 
And then the other, who can shoot threes too, but he was there last year. He went off in the yeah. FIBA tournament this summer. That's what I'm saying. Like, he they, crucified some team. Like, he was so good. And he was just shooting threes. Yes. Right. Yeah, and he, he's, he's a brilliant player. And he's not bugged on it. He has a different... So, his name's I would, different. I'd pause you, because you, you hit on so many good good points there. Back to Utah, the the other Bogdanovich. Yeah. I, and in listening to Nate and Danny's pod, they talked about uh, listening to the Utah outlook for the season. When a guy has a career year at 29, and he's signed on a $73 million contract. Oh, man. And he's coming in to replace Derek Favors at the four. Because they don't have a four. He's going to start four. The, I, I, I heard imagine. Marvin Bagley might play four. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm, talk, talk, I'm talking, talking Utah. Utah. Sorry. My apologies. I'm sorry. No worries. <laughs> Honestly, I like Marvin Bagley. That's too. my bad. I got him. No, no. Too <laughs> um, many Bogdanoviches. Yeah. But I am very, very curious to see how he's going to fit. Um, and how he's going to defend. Like He's a, mm. he's a good two-way player. He's a good three and deep. But... He's interesting. Talking um, about Utah Bogdanovich. Utah Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. Now to Sacramento. Yeah, I, I like like I said, Bogdanovich went off. Uh, Deadman's a good player. He's on a pretty good contract as well. You have a lot of excitement. You have a lot of young talent. I don't. I think they took such a big step last year. And I said this before on the pod with Kyle. I watched so many Sacramento games last year because it's yeah. they're the for a large portion of the season they were the fastest paced team. Fastest paced team in the league. Right. De'Aaron Fox is awesome to watch. Buddy, I know you love Buddy. We'll talk I about Buddy a little later. Buddy, dude. But, yeah. So, my only my only thought, Paul, is why is Portland so low for you? Okay, that's a good question. Uh, I didn't know. I think because this is hard. I think about ceilings and floors with some of these teams. And I guess I'm playing it safe in some ways. Where I feel like even Utah ceiling could be higher than a lot higher than like Utah could finish second. Like it could I be. Den- I agree. It could be Denver one, Utah two. Where Portland ceiling to me, I have a hard time thinking with their roster, and I don't know a whole lot about some of those guys. Like I don't like I'm. I've watched Zach Collins play, but I don't know a lot about Zach Collins. So yeah. Zach Collins, I think since you brought up, I think he's the like needle for them this year. Right. Because you yeah. lost two really good defenders like Aminu. Went to Orlando, which is so random. Still kind of rattled. Dude, Orlando's up. weirdly. I I kind of like Orlando. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like the yeah, land yeah. of misfits. I think we yeah. talked about it last pod. Yeah, but Zach, like, he's the man at four, and totally. they don't really have a there's, plan B. There's nothing else. So, right. hopefully, but, the guy can not foul out and lose his temper. You know, every right. game, like he he like, he seemed to like he had some nice games in the playoffs there, but right, just has a hard time. Yeah. Uh, they got, they got a, on the floor. They've got enough guys in the front court that can lose their temper and uh, right. get chucked from games. There, they don't need him to be doing that. Yeah. yeah. And Nurkic, when's Nurkic going to be back? Uh, I think they're back. aiming for All Star. Yeah. So as well. I feel like that's what everyone to... says to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the. Yeah. That's, that's late. It's late, but I think you have Whiteside, who is such an intriguing fit, and at the end of the day, he's. One of the best shot blockers in the do, league. Do people like and Hassan one of the best White, rebounder? Do people like Hassan Whiteside? No, no one likes Whiteside because right. of his attitude and just he's not a great player. He's lethargic. He's he not had fun like to a watch. one and a half year run. That yeah, led to him getting a huge contract in the era of huge contracts for, for mediocre players. Yeah. yeah, but I will I will say like I said he's he's one of the best shot blocking centers in the league. He can rim protect. Right, can't switch very well unfortunately, which right they have been exploited in the past before, but right. it's an intriguing fit. You never know what they can pull out, uh, you know, with, with, with him there, especially with Collins who can stretch the floor a bit. He unfortunately can't stretch. Right. But, he, he can't shoot that well. Collins no. Collins is not that good of a shooter. Uh, Col- Collins is. Collins will shoot it. I wouldn't say he's great right. at shooting. Right. Hassan Whiteside shoots a lot in the Drew League summer pickup games. Wait, well, <laughs> Whiteside doesn't really believe in shooting in the NBA. He's just... Really? You just slam her down. Yeah, yeah. that's true. He uh, He's an interesting... Fit offensively, uh, especially right. that's yeah. But he's a big like th- the way I look at it. Portland has such a fluid off ball flow right. when they run. Like the, I forget State. what the, I forget what that play is called, but you know when they uh, CJ passes to Dame and then CJ. Anyways, people would know. I know what you mean. Yeah, there's they do so many plays like that, and a big guy like Nurkic and Whiteside is a. Right. Is a great person to have screen for those two guards. Well, half of Nurkic, seeing as he's yeah, back uh, no, I'm, I'm saying in the past right. they've used Nurkic, and I think Whiteside right. can substitute as a rim protector and a big body. Right. Um. You know, Nurkic can probably can shoot it a lot better than him, but I really think that's like 
Just just to go back, that's Horns, I believe, is the play you're talking horns, about. Horns, yeah. The CJ play. Yeah. People what, can look that up. Can online. you explain that play? So the way I I don't know the full run of the play. Uh yeah, again, we're on a tangent here. But Lillard will swing it to CJ. CJ will kind of analyze the other I believe the other post goes to the far block and then CJ goes back to Lillard. The post is at the elbow, closest to CJ's side, sets a screen. I man, no, that's yeah. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I it's can, a swinging play. We'll we'll show you. Right. People, I think people will know, and then we can we can take a look at it. Okay, right. And once we're they'll know the play. You once we're better prepared for our podcast for the we people will. at home. You can literally type in CJ cut along baseline play. It will come up horns, right. or you can look up horns basketball play, and you can watch CJ do it a hundred right. times. They do it all. He the doesn't time. get baseline. Right. I think it's, he's so it's the top. There's a play where he goes on, around like, on the three point line. Oh, we're that's a different place. It's it's, it's 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 a variation of horns, but it's anyway. Back to my main point. Yes. I did the ceiling for Portland to me was hard to believe that they have a ceiling to be a top three team in the West. Where that's I think right. every other team above them, I could even Golden State, I could see them having a year where they're top three in the West. Yeah. I just couldn't see that with Portland. So where did you have Portland, sir? I had Portland at seven. Okay, so same as I did. Yeah, I had right. Portland seven. Really? Yeah. Okay, I missed that. So my list is pretty much identical to Paul's, except for the Portland situation. So one, I have the Houston Rockets. Two, I have the Portland Trailblazers. Whoa. Three, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. Four, I have the Denver Nuggets. Five, Utah Jazz. Six, LA Lakers. Seven, Golden State Warriors. And eight, Sacramento Kings. So you have the same eight. You have yes. the Kings at eight. Yes, and partially because it's something I've been talking about with Paul for a while. Sack's going to kill it, dude. But the other the other option is is Dallas. Dude, Dallas was the hardest team for me to leave out. They, okay. I had them at I, I like Dallas too, yeah, but I think I just couldn't do it though. I Sacramento just, uh, last year was a bit of a fluke. I or, sorry, San Antonio last year was a bit of a fluke. I thought they shot the ball really well. I don't think they can continue at that clip. I th- I thought they like Lamarcus, you know, did did his thing. DeRozan did his thing, and I think they just had a lot of lucky games. I really? don't, yeah, especially against the Lakers and different things like that. Uh, I think Rudy Gay probably that was the best, <laughs> the last hurrah for him. Right, that guy's come back from. I feel like we've called last hurrah with Rudy Gay on several occasions. Yeah, but I really think no way. I'm not. That's I'm not it. arguing like, with you, but yeah. Um, but I was looking. To, I forgot about like Dejounte Murray on. Yes, Derek that's White a huge thing. Well. Yeah, Derek uh, White, arguably like six. He could be a six man of the year candidate. I think Derek White. Right. He played phenomenal. I think he might play some. Might have to start though on this team was he in yeah. FIBA was he, was he on team yet no if Patty Mills was in FIBA and Patty Mills tore up right yeah. but I, mean, I believe Derek White was in camp with that group yeah with that team yeah, yeah, no, he was on roster he was on yeah roster. he was on the roster I don't know if you, I've never I haven't watched him play no, I don't really know yeah he's an odd he's a, like a slower play like I feel like all those Derek team. White yeah yeah came into the league kind of older late first round pick yeah Colorado but DeJounte will be really interesting to see yeah it's got to um, kind of become his team in a way. Like, yeah, actually, though. DeRozan's the best player right now, but it's got to become right. It's got to yeah. become his team. Yeah, so for me, I mean, the Kings, I'm just intrigued, and I'm, re- I'm rooting for them more right. than anything, and I'll put them as a prediction because that will be fun if that comes true. But I think it'll be a claw right. for the eighth seed with Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is going to compete, man. Dallas is going to compete. The Pelicans, honestly, too, could... Could maybe surprise a few people. I I, yeah. I I didn't I didn't put them down. I had Mavs and Pelicans ahead of Kings for me, like really? outside of the playoff picture. But. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Warriors. I love on everything you you touched on, Paul. Like yeah. same situation. I think yeah, you have D'Angelo. Doesn't work. You can probably flip him at the trade deadline. Worst case scenario. Right. Uh, and then Clay's gonna come back, and you gotta hope that just flip for Harrison Barnes. Just do it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Lakers are there just because. LeBron and... It's the Lakers. It's the Lakers. If they do it's LeBron, I, I don't see how they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Utah, we touched on it. Super intrigued by them. Really interested to see how Mike Conley fits. Uh, really interested to see if they can keep up you know, defense with with that lineup. Um, it's kind of smaller than Gobert, so right. we'll see how that, how that goes. Like, I, like we were talking about, they don't really have a four. It's Bogdanovich. Um, Clippers, I think, yeah, Kawhi's going to... Carry the load here. Lou Will is going to pitch in a lot. Yeah, and then I think if Paul George, they play it safe, which I'm sure they will. Paul George will come back. And the, and honestly, I, I just believe in this team so much more than Kawhi and Paul George. I believe in yeah. Montrez. I believe in Lou. 
Landry Shamet. I like those guys a lot. I think there's a lot of really, like, a lot of heart on the team. Doc, I think, is up for Coach of the Year. He was last year. Right. Um, so, I think... Oh, I love Pat Beverly, bro. Yeah, Portland. I think Portland's going to be a top-five offense. I don't... I think defensively they're going to struggle, but I just think they're going to just shoot the lights out. They're going to have so much firepower going forward. Right. Um, they have, like, a lot of good scorers, apart from Dan and CJ. I like... Um, the Collins, I think he'll do well. Whiteside will get a lot of easy buckets. Rodney Hood, yeah, I saw you saw Rodney, fl- I, you saw flashes of him last year in the right. playoffs. I still think he could put up some decent numbers. Yeah. Uh, Baysmore as well, who he, he, who's a decent player as well. And then Rockets again, Paul, as, as you said, I don't see how you lose a lot of games with Westbrook and Harden. Yeah, just two competitors. Capella, I think is gonna have a great year as well. But anyways, that was just the West. We should yeah. Let's hammer out the East here. Yeah, that's boring. Am I? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Am I? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. I'll let one of you guys lead off. Okay, I'll 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 go again. We'll, we'll, let's go backwards. Yeah, let's do it. So I one I have Milwaukee Bucks. Two Philadelphia 76ers. Three I have the Pacers. Four I have the Celtics. Five New Jersey Nets. Six Detroit Pistons. Seven Toronto Raptors. And eight Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Ooh. Hold on. Do you not include the the magic in there? I was teetering with the magic, but I think they'll have a worse year. Really? Then yes. the Bulls? Whoa. Yes. I think, again, what I said with Bogdanovich, when you're, when a guy like Vucevic has like a career year and one of the best seasons at his old age, I think it'd be more beneficial to flip Vucevic to another team that I, I think they might do. And I just don't, I don't think they're going to have the same, uh, Hmm. I don't know, but it was tough. Like honestly, I put the Bulls there again. Why I put the Kings there? I thought it'd be fun. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be fun to see Colby White go off, Markinen, Levine, my boy Chris. You've Dunn, always had a soft spot for this team, dude. I yes. don't know if Bulls I like AC. the Bulls, man. <laughs> but like, is it okay? Say, say I put the uh, the Magic there. Who's nine? The Bulls. Uh, yeah, nine. I haven't thought about nine. At all. It would be the Bulls. The it would be the Bulls. Bulls are my eleven team. I would rank the Bulls as the eleventh best team. Wait a minute. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I made a mistake. I've missed the Heat. Oh, so you missed the Heat and the Bulls. No, the Heat the, are gonna make the playoffs. The Heat mistake. are gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. Sorry. Now my okay. Come back to me, Kyle. You go. You take it all back. Okay. I take it all um, back. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not really gonna shock anybody with this one. Uh, Celtics number one. Yeah, for me, in the East. That's dope. Um, I've got Bucks at two, Sixers at three, uh, Pacers four, Heat five, Brooklyn six, Magic seven, Raps eight. I got the same five as you, or same Heat. Sorry. Really? Okay. Yeah, not in the order. Not oh, the order. Definitely okay. order is different. So six. I switch mine. I have the same five, and then six Miami, seven Toronto, and eight. I'll do the Bulls. So the Bulls are still in. The Bulls are still in. So you I only can't. you only included seven in your first time. No, I... Who got knocked out? I pulled the uh, the Pistons out. Oh, you have the... Oh, I can't actually. believe you have the Bulls. <laughs> but it's a fun pick. Who's going to... Oh, I guess Zach Levine's going to get buckets for them. But... Dude, Lowry, man. Lowry. Lowry Markin. Wendell. Okay, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> now you're really reaching. Um, Celtics first. So, I yeah, know I we talked about Celtics this in the last first. pod. I think the Celtics have chance but... to win the NBA championship. And really? I've because... talked about this on multiple shows. You have... I love this roster. Um, I feel like this is my third podcast in which I've discussed this, <laughs> but I love that Kemba, uh, like Kemba's coming in, he was out at team, like went to be the leader at team USA. Like Kemba's made so much money. He had no business being like being over there playing right. like in these games. He had no business being there, but he went because he's like, wow, like I've been, I've missed these teams before when I wanted to be here and now I get a chance to be a leader. I'm sending it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Tatum Tatum bounce back year is right. happening um, and I just I love this group I, I love that Marcus Smart's still on this team I feel like every year for the last two three years we've talked about how there's no chance Marcus Smart's going to be back yeah, and, he's, and he's still wearing right. wearing the green every year um, the real key to this pick um, is is Gordon Hayward's got to find it a little bit Yeah, and you know obviously sucked so bad what happened right. to him but he's making so much money. Is completely untradeable. We've talked about this before because of the kicker, the trade kicker. So he's got to find it. And then also, like, 
a part of it as well for me was like since they're first and the Raps are the eighth seed, um, it's going to be awkward because they're not going to have a center for the road games in Toronto because Ennis Cantor is not going to be able to travel. So that was part of the reason I put them at number one. So Ennis Cantor actually can't go. Can't go to Canada. He can't leave the states. As of now, he can't. Yeah, that's why I thought about that the other day. I'm like, that's I, in my, then I thought about it. And I'm like, nah, it's not a yeah. real thing. But that, it is a real thing. I factored that more into Toronto getting the eight seed, but I do think Toronto is a borderline eight seed team. But so, want to go back to talk about it. yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. The well, the one thing I want to talk touch on it's kind of a bit of a tangent, but I think that's been the theme tonight. The Tatum like bounce back year. I I've always like sophomores. I think feel like there's this. Slump. Yeah, but I feel like there's this crazy expectation that a rookie who has a good year is supposed to have a great second year. I feel like that's not always the case. Right. A rookie who has a good year probably has around the same year, or even a little less, and then you see him pick up in the third, fourth, fifth. I feel like that's right. the norm. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. lately it's just been, oh, like the the rookie, uh, you know, he didn't have a, 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 great, uh, a great second year. Hmm. He needs to bounce back this year. But really... Tatum didn't have that much of a different year than he did his first year. Uh, Most of his advanced metrics were down from the regular season. But I think for a lot of people, it was that he he took such a step in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. People were like, whoa. He's that good. He kind of went toe-to-toe with LeBron James for a minute. But that's what I'm saying. What could this guy be? And I'm a Celtics fan, but if Jason Tatum doesn't make that dunk, is it as disappointing as last season? I, I think... From, a, from a general standpoint, okay, from a sure, general sure standpoint, the advanced I mean, no, metrics. But the advanced metrics definitely showed a regression. Yeah. And yeah. I think it was a bit, and of, a, shot bit worse. of a mess last he year as well. He shot worse. Like here's, three, yeah. he was significant. here's my thing about the shooting. I think he kind of bought into the whole Mamba mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Kobe guy, which is fair. A lot of guys are. But I think he strayed from team and started to like believe, I'm like, I'm, I'm the dog. Yeah. And I think now with Kemba coming in, I still think, like, I could see Tatum leading this team in scoring, like points per game, but I think now he like gets it a little more. It's like, oh, like maybe I'm not ready for that, or maybe that right. won't be my game, and I'm more of a team guy. And right, yeah, yeah, I I agree. But everyone loves Jay- like a lot. There's so much Jason Tatum talk about him popping again. This well, popping is a big word, but yeah. I get what you mean. Though. I think a lot of people are are playing the same kind of angle that I am. Yeah. yeah, it's a better situation for sure, and I think a lot of the down year from metric standpoint or stats is I think it was just a bit of a mess last year in, in Boston well, that's true as well it certainly wasn't an ideal situation to be, yeah. be playing basketball right but Kyle give, or, sorry Paul, Paul give, us, give us your okay uh, mine are kind of boring uh, I actually had Philly at one the Bucks at two the Celtics at three the Pacers at four I had the Raptors at five uh, I know that might be a hot take and not really they were five uh, I had the Heat at six, the Nets at seven, and then I had Orlando at eight. And so, which is similar to Kyle, uh, not similar in order, but I think we had, the, we had the same eight teams. Yeah. Yeah, same eight teams. And I didn't, again, I don't really care. That, not that I don't care about the East at all, but I really want I really want Orlando to make the playoffs, and I do think they'll make the playoffs too. But certainly, like, I think I, I, we're going to talk about this, and we talk about most of the people. I actually do like Aaron Gordon still. I think that I feel like we're just waiting on Aaron Gordon to either fizzle out or do something good, and I think he's going to do something good this year. Mm-hmm. And I still, there's certain guys, like, again, I and it, uh, I think we'll, we'll talk about some of this when we talk about most improved player. Uh, but there's guys in Orlando that I do like. Um, so that's why I had them at eight. Uh, the Nets, I don't know. And, it, like, again, the whole Kyrie style, like, what do you say to... Uh, Kenny Atkinson, what did he say to his coach? Like he had that weird comment about like politics or something like that. Do you guys hear about that? Well, I know he did. He did say in the day that they met the media that like he's gonna be back. He's gonna be telling Kevin like you're not gonna be rushed back. Like Kevin Very yeah. clear. Like there's no way I'm letting them rush you back. Like you got rushed back oh. last time. He kind of went off there. Right. Do you see that? Yeah, I I tune it out because I just. <laughs> Kyrie's whack, man. I know. I don't know. Like, it's so weird. I don't know what's up with that guy. He's a flat earthist. Yeah. Yeah, but so am I, though. The earth is flat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just hold on to... <laughs> yeah, on the record. That's People are going to take that seriously. And they should. I just hold on to the rookie, Kyrie, and and even, even heck, man. Like, even his first bit in Boston. But he's just... He's a nasty player. Like, he's... He, yeah, he's a baller. He's a baller. Yeah. But just... This, a, this first... This year is going to be, yeah, I'm going to save some things for later in the show. But him, no KD for right now, watch out. 
Because it's going to be the Kyrie show, and there's going to be some numbers put yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I like their cast, though, if we're, if we're talking about Brooklyn. I do like their, their surrounding cast. Right. Prince was it one of the first acquisitions of this summer, which I really liked. Dinwiddie's still there. He's been solid. DeAndre, what I don't understand about the, the Nets is what happens to Jared Allen. Jared Allen had the keys at center. Yeah, he balled out last year, didn't he? People yeah. on this show, very. Jared Allen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, he's a great player, great rim protector. I just don't know how DeAndre's going to fit in. I don't know if DeAndre will sit on the bench or they'll play them together. I highly doubt that. Did they sign DeAndre for this year and then three years? There's a four-year deal for DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> That's bad. Why not? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I like that, but yeah. And so, tell us more about the Magic. You're... Oh, the Magic. Uh, yeah. Again, I not that I have any. Again, the East is so weird for me. I have no idea necessarily what to think about. Like the Detroit Pistons, for example. I have no idea. Like they could be good. I don't know. I have, I don't know a whole lot about the Detroit Pistons. I don't watch the East a lot. I do like Jonathan Isaac. Is right again. We'll talk about him most important well, later. Too. Love Jonathan. Isaac. I know. I like he's Jonathan Isaac. He's too. been eating a lot and yeah. putting on some weight this summer. So I like Jonathan Isaac and I like Aaron, uh, Aaron Gordon. And so for me, liking both those guys. And again, Aaron Gordon's kind of a. Are you going to be Blake Griffin or just a poor man's Blake Griffin? Or are you actually going to be able to shoot threes and probably stretch the floor better? But I do, because I like those two guys, it was hard for me not to include them at eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I haven't watched a lot of... I always have liked Terrence Ross since he's been in yeah, oh, yeah. And he'll, he'll, there'll be some games where he'll, he'll ball up this year yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. But uh, I just haven't... Again, I also haven't watched enough Orlando to really be like, this is why they're going to be that good, aside from me liking individual players on their team. Right. But, so that's why I put them at eight. Yeah, and you mentioned Al Farouk's there now. Yeah, really um, random. I've just always kind of liked him. Obviously, yeah. he's getting he's right. getting up there at this point, but I still like his game, and we've seen 29-year-old guys still be competitive. Uh, and then Mo Bamba as well. Yeah, Mo yeah. Bamba. We'll see what happens there. And, right. and, and then I, they have, they have, I saw that Markel Falks, too. Yeah, I think he, he's good <laughs> yeah. to go at point guard, which then, would be... Well, is he going to start at point guard? No, probably not. Who's going to start? Augustine. Augustine, yeah. Yeah, and MCW is there as well. It's just the first I, washed out point guard. I I feel like I thought Markel was gonna start. Maybe, but yeah. I just assumed Augustin and Fournier because that seemed like the most logical. Right. Fournier also balled. I don't know too much about Augustin. He was drafted a few years ago. Augustin. Augustin is really old. Augustin is my wife's favorite player. What? Why? <laughs> because in fantasy, this is a, a terrible tangent. Wow. Um, in fantasy, oh. he was on the wire, and she said, "I." Was at a loss for who to pick up, and she said, "Why don't you pick this?" Guy? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and I did, and he had, he had some good games. Oh, dude, he cashed threes last year too. He's a, he's a great shooter, great shooter, great distributor, really high IQ. He's I, old though. He's very old. <laughs> he's thirty one. He played for the Bobcats. If he also if had listeners brief, know when they were Charlotte. Yeah. yeah, he also had a brief stint in Toronto. Yes, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, he's gonna cash these. No, I'm, I'm all on board. If you can shoot about thirty eight percent, you're my guy. You're my guy. He'll start. Okay. Well, I think. I, yeah. yeah, I just want to talk a briefly about oh. one other squad. Yes. That was a difficult one for me to leave out. That's the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, yeah, I had them as my ninth team. I I was on the verge of taking them. I still like. I still it's very really possible. like this group. Like, yeah. they remind me a little bit of like Brooklyn mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, where they just kind of like done a very slow rebuild and they've added some talent obviously uh this show's been very high on john collins over the time right uh, trey young's still here like yeah, we're talking trey about young. trey young is people are drafted trey round trey young in the second third round of fantasy drafts. no way like, trey young's going early i'm telling yeah. you man watch wow. out for trey young cam reddish um, too who you're cam big, reddish you're, you're high on him. that was the last pod that you talked about camera you love I've cam reddish spoken highly of the man yeah alex Len is here and he's back for vengeance. <laughs> like he's, his comments are just he's he's like yeah I'm I'm gonna have the best career ever. Uh, what? Yeah, like or Alex no Lynn. the best year ever. He's like yeah my career like in Phoenix was a waste. Uh, yeah, he's ready to go. I don't uh, know if I've ever like focused in on Alex Lynn in my life. Evan Turner too, a little. Uh, Cog in the machine there. That could be fun to yeah. see. So I kind of like this team. I think they could be a fun yeah. team to watch. Honestly, like back to my... People are probably wondering, like, what the heck was Nate's East prediction? I did this right before I drove here. Also, really quick, John, John <laughs> Collins <laughs> balled out last year. I Is know. Dude, I didn't realize that good John Collins Nin- was. 19 and 10. I made a lot of mistakes in that And draft. he was out for the beginning of the season. Dude, 
He's a baller, man. I made a lot of mistakes in that draft. John Collins, not one of them. I was high on him, and he's panned. Yeah. yeah. 19th pick in the first round. Really good player. Yeah, so my, my last side of whack. Let's talk about the top a bit. The Bucks, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Philly is going to be really interesting. We talked about Philly a bunch before, so I won't mm-hmm. uh, I won't mention it too much. Indiana, I think. Indiana could be sneaky good. They're such mm-hmm. a good defensive team. Right. And if Oladipo comes back healthy, I think he could really uh, right. soar them into the into the playoffs there. Um, yeah, anything else on the predictions, or should we jump into awards? No, I think I'm good for the East, to be honest. Yeah. He's boring. Dude. This, this really, not when conference. you just look at these two conferences... Just makes you wish that we could have sixteen teams. Oh, here we right. go. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this. I've heard, I actually, I really liked the last pod when you talked about. It. I love the idea. No, I, it was good. It was, it good. was good. The other thing, though, out of the I, East, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. In the finals from the East, there's no way it's not Philly, Milwaukee, or Boston. Like there's like I, I have a really hard time. Like when we talk about the East, I feel like those are the three teams. And Boston, I still feel like there's a question mark behind yeah, too. I agree. But I feel like those one of those three teams is gonna be in the finals. Yeah. There's no way the Pacers, the Raptors, the Heat I mean maybe the Heat could lie. I was reading. Okay, no. so now that you mentioned the Heat now, I feel like I have to talk about I'm super high on the Heat. Because they could land Chris you all, Paul. You too. Uh, I don't I think Chris Paul's gonna start in the, uh, as a member of the Thunder. Do you think he could end up in Miami? I don't I don't know. I don't even know if it's like how. Uh, at this point, right. I they have a pretty tragic cap situation. Yeah, I I honestly don't think they can do it. But maybe if they and why? Yeah, right. Why? I mean, they need a point oh, guard and Chris Paul. To I be think honest, Chris Paul still can ball. People are well, no, no. I'm, so, I'm not saying he can't, but right. I mean like I know. But the thing is, Dragic is going to be your starting point guard. Yeah, and then you're going to have plan. to. Yeah, but I De- mean, that's... Dion. Dion's get it going at the two. Dion's he's back. He's. Waiters Island, baby. I'm back, though. I love Dion Waiters, man. <laughs> gotta give a shout-out to Jordan Max Brown. He loves Dion. Um, How do you not, though? Yeah, it's true. He's a baller. Waiters Island. There's too many people on Waiters Island, though. It was yeah. cool when there wasn't people, but now Waiters Island. Too. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. Oh, Jimmy. I think Jimmy's going to have a fantastic season. I, I I like Tyler Hero a lot. Justice, I think, is going to have a great year. Right. Really one of those true disappointments to me. Who? Justice Winslow. I felt like he was going to be something give, special. Give him, give him time. Give him time. How much time do you need? You know, <laughs> he's 23. Well, you know how my belief that, like, yeah, yeah. I believe NBA players' peak is 23 to 25, and after that, you're on the decline, so. Wow. Yeah. That's a take. That's kind of what I believe. Even though LeBron, LeBron, I mean, Well, like, LeBron's superhuman, human, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. But even Curry, 27. James Harden, like, last year, best year ever. A little 30. different for, like, a small guard like that. Right. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think... Okay, we're it's, at it's go time. Yeah, we're at forty seven. Let's uh, here. let's yeah. blast through some awards quick. Let's do it. Kyle, why don't you start with your MVP? Because I know you you touched on it on the last pod. Has anything changed? Okay, um, who did I pick to win MVP last pod? I'm you, blanking. I'm Nikola sorry. Jokic. No. I did. I know. I think I thought I said like the, a dark horse. He was I, a dark yeah, horse. it. Let's not. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not uh, twisting your words, but I know that you. Um, he was no, your dark horse. I was like, watch out for Jokic. I kind of like him. Um. To me, I'm gonna take Joel Embiid. Yeah, MVP. He was in my top five. Yeah, I have I, him in my top five. To me, I have him in my top five. Jokic also finds himself in the top five. I think this could be Embiid's year. I've always loved Embiid. I think he stays healthy. I think the space is there for him. Um, to me, the only real true threat to that is Giannis just going hard for the right. whole season and pl- and putting up amazing numbers and right. beating him. I'm not. I'm not buying all into the AD hype. Yeah, but, but if you if you have the Celtics at one, yeah, those guys won't be a one seed in the East winning MVP though. Either Giannis or, uh, no, I don't think. Well, eh, we'll see. Yeah, I, guess I think here's what I'll say: if Giannis wins MVP, I think they probably can't get the first seed. The Celtics can't get the first seed. Yeah, right. But I'm okay with Embiid winning MVP. I think M- Embiid can win the MVP. But the thing for Embiid is like. Like, I don't know. To me, I think Embiid's eventually going to get a word for doing it on both ends of the floor so right. well. Yeah. Right. So I picked Embiid as well. As much as wow, I didn't. Oh, that's crazy. As much as I didn't like it, I picked him, and I agree with everything you said. I think he just has all the right pieces around him right now. He's got a co- I think Josh Richardson and Embiid is going to be a fun little pick-and-roll matchup. I love you, Rich. They don't run a ton of pick-and-roll, if I recall, but I don't know if that'll change. And, yeah, I think he's going to be dominant. He's... He's uh, he's got all the tools and just health for me is the only the biggest deterrence on why uh, you wouldn't uh, you can see him winning MVP or at least a candidate. 
And last year he had a surprisingly healthy season. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. Even, Paul, though, even though he was sick in the playoffs. He's a little, what's name? This is a regular yeah. season award, Paul. That's true, that's true. <laughs> uh, okay, so I went based on my regular season predictions. So I had Philly and Houston at the top of both yeah. divisions. And so I picked Harden to an MVP okay. this year. Yeah. And I don't know if their record will be better than Philly's record just by the nature of them being in the West. But if Harding goes off for, I don't know if he'll do 36 again, but if, say if he does 37, whatever he was at. But say he does 35 next year and they're the best team in the West, it's hard for me to think that he's not going to win MVP. I really want to take Steph Curry. There's a lot of Steph Curry talk about MVP. But if Harden can't win MVP scoring 37 a game, because he wasn't the, wasn't the one seed last year. What did he, he averaged 36 last year, right? Was it 36 or 37? I think it's 36. But yeah, I see what you're saying. But my point is, it's going to yeah, be like, what Steph going to have to average at a four seed or a five or a six seed to win MVP. Yeah. You have to have like 38, which is never going to happen. I'd so. probably be more on the side of Harden should have won last year. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, or really? or you could just pick Curry too, but they're never gonna pick Curry with Durant. Yeah. But yeah, because of that same argument, yeah. like the guy averaged thirty six points, right? But the, which is nuts. But that's what's weird about, and maybe that's why I was, even though it was my idea to do awards, awards are kind of weird <laughs> because Harden could have been the MVP, but he's never gonna win the award. So it's kind of a weird dynamic mm-hmm. where if he had just moved up a few spots in the standings, anyway. So I had Harden at one, and then I had him beat at two. Uh, and then I had Giannis, and then Jokic, and those are just all my top two teams from both sides with their best player. Okay, I like that. And so, uh, and then I picked Curry at five. But, uh, yeah, Embiid would be pretty sick. And I I love Joel Embiid. It's hard not to like Embiid, but... Really? I hate him, but really? I... Really? <laughs> well, I'm a Celtics fan. Wow. Right. But... Uh, I think he, he might win MVP. Yeah. He's my MVP pick. Well... Nice. Anyway, Harden at 35 a game, first in the West. I think it'll be hard to tell him he shouldn't win MVP. Yeah. But, I mean, not everyone has him. I think Embiid's the best. Oh, good. Embiid's the best pure, like, talent and just, like, he's not going to accomplish nearly as much as other guys have hmm. since LeBron. Really? Like, just draft pure and, like, just right. pure, like, what they are as a, like, basketball player. Best player since LeBron. In wow. Wow. Including Curry in there, too. Oh, I definitely including Curry. He's not defensive, you know. Well, and Curry, yeah. Like, Curry's not a freak of nature physically, right? Yeah, yeah. Durant was the only, is the only other guy that, like, sticks out on the paper. Yeah, that's nice. like, ooh, that's tough to say. Durant's done a lot with what he has. But right. to me, just, like, pure, like, whoa. I just, page, that, for me. and be, like, these big guys and injuries is just so... Unfortunately. So, so scary. You, you can't laugh, yeah. So... The feet. Anyways, uh... Speaking of big guys and stuff, let's uh, do defensive player of the year. Deep boy. Yeah. Somebody else can lead off. Okay. Paul. I don't want to lead off. You, you don't want to lead off? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I always lead off and then I look like I have crazy taste. I don't know if I like... I mean, I'm just going to pick probably the same guys we've gone with the last few years, but... My defensive player of the year, Clint Capella. Oh. Wow. Because I think he's going to have to cover a lot of mistakes on the perimeter from Westbrook and Harden. Hmm. A lot more. Uh, especially from Harden. Um, so in the past, so like he's going to get blocks on the inside. Yeah, I think, I think he's going to clog the lane. I, and I think the other thing, a lot of switch defense, which he improved on last year, in my opinion, maybe not from a statistical perspective. I haven't looked into it, but seeing him switch last year, I think he's a pretty competent switch guy. Right. Um, I think so. Huh? I'd be a little scared if I've got Clint Capella up there trying to get switched onto a guard. I know, but I'd rather him than Gobert. Really? To switch. Really? To okay. switch. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with to that. To switch. Maybe I not. To I haven't watched Gobert on switches enough to know. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think there's just gonna be a lot because you know last year they attacked Chris Paul and they attacked Harden. Hmm. Um. But they would, you know, and I I I don't think you'll be able to bully Westbrook as much, and so I think they're just gonna focus on attacking Harden. Right. And I think Capella can can cover a lot of ground, cover up some mistakes. They can funnel uh, the offensive player towards him. And yeah, I just I'm I'm high on him. I, he's young. I think he's a you know great rebounder as well, which is something they they factor in. Good rim protector. And I'm again, if Houston's the number one seed, in my opinion, fair. Yeah, I think they're they they have a high caliber player. Um, I don't have too much to add. Joel Embiid. Defensive player of the year. I think double whammy. If he plays enough to win MVP, plays enough and plays plays well enough to win MVP, a big part of that's going to be defensively, and nobody is a better defensive player in the league than Joel Embiid when healthy. Right. 
I would have said Joel. I actually would have said Draymond too. I think because I I think Draymond. Really? What? I also again I might just be biased because I like the Warriors, yeah. but I do still believe even the play. I still do believe in Draymond. Like the, his playoffs this year were some of the best ball he's ever played. I thought up until the final, and even the finals he had that one Siakam game, but then he came back the next game. Anyway, I just really believe in Draymond, and I think because he'll be the second fiddle to Curry in a lot of ways, even though it could be D'Angelo Russell, I think people will be high on Draymond. But I I would pick Embiid if he's gonna be up there for MVP in conversation. I'll have to be up there for for sure. I, so you you yeah. Embiid? Yeah, I like Draymond. It's just. He's definitely lost a step, and he's got to find a way to get back to the knock, knocking down the open threes, because like he's yeah. his whole game and their whole offense is differently is different when he can hit the open three. He doesn't have to be a great sh- three shooter, but you need right. to be able to hit the open one, not be able to left be left open. And he was left open a lot in the yeah. playoffs. The backpack he, shooter. He was yeah. shooting that one year thirty eight percent. Do you know that? Yeah, well, that's crazy. And eventually, teams are forced. Like he got, he gets to shoot a lot of open threes. Right, that's really the right. only threes he takes. But if right. you can't make open threes, you're a liability. Right. right, that's true. That's fair. Which one do you want to do next, Nate? Let's do six man. Josh Hart, New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's. I I was debating. Okay, I just don't think he has it in him yet. Okay, that's but fine. yeah, well, that's crazy. I would I would never have thought of Josh Hart. Well, I he's, love Josh he's Hart. up there on some on some rankings as well. Really, but uh, yeah, I can see it. I I just don't. It's easy. It'd be easy to pick Lou again. Yeah, I thought about it. Three Pete, three Pete, and like the situation's perfect again to go for it. Yeah, but to me, I think with Hart coming over to New Orleans, the situation's good. Keep in mind, played a lot of six man at Villanova. So he's comfortable in the role. I think he can step in. And I think, uh, watch out for that team, too. I think there's a lot of guys that have a lot to prove. And then they also have Zion. Yeah. I said I said Lou Will. Uh, mainly because, not just because of the narrative of him going for a 3 P, But I think they're going to need him to score and produce, especially when Paul George is out. Um, and also, I don't. another guy who's probably up there for some people is Van Vliet. Yeah, but Van I think Van Vliet is going to be in more of a starting role this year. And that Nate, that's honestly the reason I didn't pick him. It's because yeah. I was like, man, like within a few weeks, like this guy could be a starter, and I look like I look like that guy. So, so was that like, was they put Kyrie at combo? Or sorry, not Kyrie, Kyle Lowry Kyle. at combo? Or they you know, don't play, play, him. play him together? Yeah, like, somebody who, gets hurt. Who would you like? Yeah, I guess who, I, who, honestly, who are you going to play as your two? Yeah. Norm? I would rather play Van Vliet the one, too. Yeah, you'd rather play Norm like, at all. It's not... So, yeah, like, for me, it was it was kind of a... This one was a more... I pick with my heart sometimes. Right. Um, but this one, I just looked at it. I was like, yeah, there's some fun picks, like Sabonis or a Bogdanovich or something like that. But, yeah, Paul George is out. They're going to need him. And Van Vliet, who's probably, like, a lot of people's favorites off the high of last year. Right. He's, he's... I think... I don't see why you, you shouldn't start him. Yeah, I think they probably lean Norm to start off, but right. if, but if Norm doesn't work, which we've seen in yeah. the past, and do, like I, if you people say, oh, uh, Lowry and Van Vliet terrible defensively, Lowry can handle his own. The Raptors are so interesting. I was starting to think about this Raptors team, and I caught it's funny that because initially I had them at four or five on five on my list. But there could be a scenario where they could really struggle, I think, the Raptors. Last pod, Kyle, me and Kyle were talking about they might not even make it. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, now that Siakam's going to be the lead guy and going up against lead defenders, I don't know if Siakam's going to be able to handle that. But I could be wrong. I think I think stuff has to go wrong for them not to make it just because the East yeah. is so weak. Right. But... I, I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. Oh, I think... No, I agree, Nate. I think it's a there, real possibility. Yeah. Uh, Paul, what about no, six man. So I, it's funny. Before the pod, we were talking about Eric Gordon, but I'm looking at a list right now, and no one's talking about Eric Gordon, which just makes me nervous that I shouldn't pick him. Um, and I'm just picking my thing just because my bias. Um, I actually do like the Van Vliet pick. I mean, he's already won it. Oh, no, he was nominated two years ago. Yeah. Right? He was nominated two years ago. Didn't get nominated last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Siakam won last year. Yes, yeah, Siakam. Oh, no, Siakam won most of. Oh, most. Yeah, my apologies. But then Lou won six man last yeah. year. Right. He's so, going yeah. for a three P. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Van Vliet. I'm going yeah. on the record picking Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, let's jump to rookie, and we should probably we'll do rookie and most improved, and we'll wrap it up. Rookie of the year. Yeah, uh, I think Kyle our pick's gonna be the same. I pick John Morant. You're picking John Morant. Yeah, that's not my pick. Oh, it's not. You know, you're oh. on the last pod, dude. No, but I'm cha- I'm going with a different pick. No, not Cam Reddish. Either. I picked Cam Reddish last pod. I still love Cam Reddish. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I'll take. Um, I know it's corny. I think I I've come around Zion. to the idea. Oh, that I think gosh, Zion wins no. it. I just think it's opportunity. 
I'm all, like, I think Morant's really good. I don't, I don't knock the pick one bit. Yeah. But I think, like, it just makes a lot of sense. And I think Zion's going to get, going to get all the opportunities to win the award. Yeah, unfortunately. right. And For me, sorry. Yeah. I just, look, I just, you look back, it's hard to win that award. Like, you need to get, you need to get the minutes and the reps, right? right. Mm-hmm. So... Well, if, if, I was going to say, if John Moran plays like Trey Young did, because I don't think there's a Luka dunk. Like, I don't think there's a Luka this draft. So if there's no Luka, Trey Young would have won Rookie of the Year a lot of years without Luka being there. For, oh, right? absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. So if John Moran plays like Trey Young, which he, he could, right? It's hard for me to think why Ja wouldn't win it. But I just, maybe that's also good. Yeah. I, I like Zion, Good pick. We, I know I, I can't knock it one bit. We touched it on this in the last pod as well. But the last time the Rookie of the Year projection, like, oh, yeah, I heard you guys was say that. 07. Yeah. For Durant or 06, whenever yeah. Durant was drafted. So, for the GM survey, that was the GM survey, yeah. survey, yeah. And they all picked Zion this year, or they did pick Zion, yeah. This year. Everyone's everyone's on board, I think. Fans, GMs alike. So, for me, Morant, like just real quick before we do, he averaged 10 assists at race date, 18 um, points, roughly. I think he, he knows like where to put the ball, gets his teammates involved. I think he scores great athletic ability for a smaller guy. Um, and they got a new coach and I've been high on Memphis, uh, going into the season, uh, as just kind of a fun underrated team to watch. Right. And yeah, I think it, it'll be a good fit with him and Jaron Jackson, uh, mix it up there with DeLon Wright as the backup. Watch out for Jaron Jackson this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, I saw him on a couple most improved boards. He's on well. a lot of those lists. Yeah. But Oh, uh, you, you said I'm picking John Moran. You're I think he's well. gonna have a similar year to Trey Young did last year, and I think that wins Rookie of the Year most. Yeah, years. yeah. But I, I think I think a lot of it matters to uh, Trey and Luca. Like Luca had a hot start, but then Trey like really started to cook. To Trey, I was looking at the second half numbers. Yeah, they were balling. But the first couple games was not great. Right. But he uh, he had some crazy games. Right. Um. Most improved. This is a, okay. So it's funny. This is and I feel like I gotta quantify a little bit or qualify a little bit before I say anything. This is interesting because I was and it's not these aren't my words, but players who take a leap and who are deserving of the most improved player might not always win it because of their overall totals might go up. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, some players' overall totals might go up more than another players, but the other player might win it because per se. So it's a weird thing. I think feel like there's a storyline in it, but I. I had so many guys. I feel like I shouldn't go first in this because you guys are going to talk about players that I want. I don't know. I feel like I've got a lot of lists. There's got, here are the guys. I'm just going to say the guys I really like. And then I'm not going to... And then I'll pick one after we talk. Okay. I really like Aaron Gordon because I think Orlando's going to take a step. So that's a I also really like Josh Richardson a lot on Philly. So jo- I think if I had to pick one, I might pick Josh Richardson. But that might just be me. That's a good pick. Because I think he's going to score. I just feel like a Philly and I'm like... And I know Embiid's going to get buckets, but I think he's going to have to score a lot. And I get that bias too. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I like that. I also had OG Ananobi and I had Jonathan Isaac too on the on my list. Oh, but okay. It was interesting. Here, here, here's my here's my deal with this. I looked at most improved player of the past however many years, and aside from Giannis a few years ago, and there was another guy and see maybe CJ McCollum. Most of them were in that twenty three to twenty five year old range. I think they all were except for Giannis and CJ. So and you're so, not picking Buddy at the end of the day. No, but Buddy got 20 points last year. <laughs> Was he going to get 25 this year? I don't think Buddy's going to have to get 25. They're going to make one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to pick Buddy. Buddy was way too dumbass. Uh, so I'm going to say, even though I said Aaron Gordon first, I think I'm going to pick Josh Richardson. But we can tell. I like that pick a lot. Like I said, I think he's going to shoot the ball a ton, uh, especially from three, and he's a good catch-and-shoot guy. Um, he's going to have to distribute as well. I mean... Probably he's gonna have to score more than distribute because they have Ben Simmons there, but yeah, I like that pick a lot. Kyle, good pick. Yeah, I'm taking Bam. Bam. Yeah, I'm taking Bam. Miami Heat. Um, gonna be the starting center this year. Uh, really, the last two seasons, his first two seasons in the NBA, the opportunity just hasn't been there. Um, you know, he's been kind of stuck, and now with with Whiteside shipped out. I think the opportunity's there. Yeah. And wow. I think he rises to it. Obviously, Jimmy Butler's coming in, but I don't really see that as being like a piece that affects his chance to win this award. Um, we've also seen centers that we can wonder how good they really are succeed in this system. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I think this system made Whiteside look a lot better than he is. Yeah. And uh, I think Bam's got a chance to do the same. Not to say he's not a good player, but... No, I like both yeah, his picks. I take Bam. Both uh, oh, Miami guys, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, so mine... 
was I did the same. I had a couple, and I didn't actually pick because I wanted to right. <laughs> the chat. A couple guys that came to mind. Lonzo. Yeah, yeah, that's how Lonzo was on this. Yeah, I thought Lonzo could. You know, he get ten assists. I don't think he'll get ten, but he could get no, a lot of assists. I just right. think if Drew if Drew Holiday wasn't there, I'd hundred percent pick Lonzo. But I think because right. you have Drew Holiday, you're kind of in a tough spot. Um, unless they play Drew at two, which I'd be okay with. Um, I think Montrez too. I thought he you got. Love I love Montrez. Good pick. I thought he, I thought he got a little snubbed last year. In my opinion, I uh, definitely could see him take another leap, just because, again, like. He's going to have to carry a big load. He's probably going to have to close like as center for most games, I'd imagine. And, yeah, I think he uh, he definitely could could uh, could be a, a runner-up there or a contender. And then <laughs> I wanted to say Dinwiddie just because I feel like he's always around. You have the same guy. You love but, these guys. But, I don't, but, no, but I'm not. Like, right. I, I don't think Dinwiddie, I think we've seen it all, especially with this new... Uh, era of Durant and uh, Kyrie, I think he's kind of capped out. Um, and then my last like sleeper pick, Rodney Hood. We t- I talked about oh, him yeah. earlier. Yeah, I think Rodney could really. And again, like you made a good point with the age. Rodney's a bit older, hmm. so I don't know if he'd be, you know, a candidate for that. Right. But I think he could. Like when I look at Portland's like bench, he's going to be leading the charge. For, for scoring at right. least so well and my pick was like Josh Richardson's also a bit older too like he's not a 23 not a spring chicken yeah no but yeah I like Rodney I mean again going back to your two pick at Portland or Portland at two Rodney was gonna have to be good yes yeah I and I think they, they just they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna have to go to like uh, Dame and CJ they play like CJ plays most of his minutes with Dame so right. you need to give one of them rest at some point. So, right. anyways, I think that was good. We are uh, just a little bit over time here. Um, Paul, yeah. thanks for being on, man. Oh, yeah, where can uh, so since you're getting back on Twitter, where can the people find you? Uh, people can find me at p triggs on Twitter. Okay, sounds good. Do you That's have any it. anything, any other pods that you're you were on? Anything to plug? Anything to plug? Um, you, I'll plug the Marsville podcast. Yeah, you had yeah. a good, good episode there with. Yeah, I'm somewhere between like a guest and a co-host. Okay, somewhere in between. I like to say <laughs> I'm helping with the project because it sounds high end. Um, but yeah, we just did our first episode. We've got another wow. podcast coming up. I think it's going to be more football related. So if that's not your jam, maybe not yours, but it's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of cool people on. So um, yeah, check it out, Marsville podcast. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. All six of you, and we'll talk to you guys when the season starts. Bye.